0: Dear listeners, Sairam, welcome to Fleeting Moments, Lasting Memories, a Radio Sai special program where former students of Bhagawan Baba share their fondest memories of growing under his divine care. On account of listener feedback, requesting that we share the stories of Swami students working for his mission in the ashram, Radio Sai's Karuna Munshi had to work hard to convince her colleague, Mr. Bishu Prashti to come on air to share his experiences. Bishu has spent seven years studying at the Lotus feet and has stayed back to serve the Lord as per his will. His entire family is committed to Bhagawan's mission. Currently, he's a member of Radio Sai team wearing a number of hats. These include editing our e-journal Heart to Heart and hosting a number of programs on Radio Sai. This conversation is in three parts and we now bring you its second part. Its first part was aired last week. In that you heard Bishu narrating his intense desire to study in Swami's school and after a lot of prayers and spiritual sadhana he finally joined Sri Sathya Sai Higher Secondary School for his 11th grade in the year 1993. He had further narrated how much he pined to be physically close to Swami after joining Swami's school doing things like giving a breakfast for months. But later all his yearnings yielded fruit when he participated in a Kavi Sammelan program which was presented in front of Swami and Swami spoke to him. And later towards the end of his 12th grade, Swami rewarded him with a silver chain and also gave him the golden opportunity to sing bhajans in the Divine Presence. Currently he is a member of the Radio Sai team wearing a number of hats. These include editing our e-journal Heart to Heart and hosting a number of programs on Radio Sai. In case you have missed part one of this conversation, you can download it and listen to it at your leisure by visiting the link radiosci.org forward slash Sai students, remember Sai students is one word. So, over now, to part two of this three-part conversation with Vishupristi, which was recorded in our studio on the month of May 2012. And in conversation with him is Radio Sai's Karuna Munshi. Brindavan is very beautiful. The highlight of Brindavan
1: is the three sessions that you have with Swami. And those are sessions which are so informal that you feel so one with Swami. Swami could be talking about his childhood. Swami could be talking about Indian political theater. He could be talking about Bill Clinton. He could be talking about anything. He could be asking someone to give a talk on personality development. He could be talking about Akbar and Birbal. He could be talking about Sakubai. He could be talking about actually anything. He could be talking about someone's hair. He could be talking about anything. And I remember one occasion, Swami was talking about this akbar Birbal story and... Swami narrated this incident where Akbar asked Birbal why is that there are no hair on my hand and Birbal Mm. says it's because Jahapana, you know your majesty it's because you're all all the time giving giving and giving so there is no time for hair to grow (laughs) on your palm and then Akbar asked him then why is it that there is no hair on the palms of all these ministers and all the other people. Is see, because they are receiving all the time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Swami narrating it so humorously. And then Swami said, no, no, what about the other people? They also don't have hair. Because they are so jealous that they are constantly rubbing their hands <laughs> <laughs> out of jealousy. You know, so Swami narrating all these sweet and uh, beautiful uh, anecdotes. And Swami is trying to tell. It that, must you know, have been the, like heaven, no? It's heaven, yeah. Every day it's heaven. Because you, you are sitting right... In front of him, you are actually touching him because as soon as Swami comes and sits in the jhula, you you actually move close and you actually take off the footstool for Swami and you know you try to place Swami's feet on your lap. You you have the chance if you if you get to sit in the first two three rows, you you can actually do that. You know there's always a competition I and mean, that is that's what I want to say that is the only thing that you aspire for in life that yeah. tre, Swami should call for three session and I should be sitting somewhere there in the in front, the front. That's so all. I
2: can serve my, as the footstool for <laughs> yeah. Swami you don't know
1: what, what is going to happen Swami may speak to you yeah. if not anything at least you get to see Swami so close for so long so those are moments uh, which are absolutely out of the world and they're evergreen in your memory. Any
2: other topics that Swami spoke of that you remember fondly from Tre Brindavan sessions?
1: So one day Swami was talking about bhajans. Last year, bhajans were good. Now, uh, so, you're not singing with that kind of a feeling. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to elaborate on, on the devotion of Sakubai, how Sakubai used to make those cow dung cakes. And you know, every cake would reverberate with uh, Tala's with name and Swami to give all those instances from Namdev and trying to inculcate in us how we should sing with devotion and those uh, sessions and bhajans went on for 2-3 days where Swami even asked singers to sing and Swami to correct them how mm-hmm. to sing so uh, those were uh, very very intimate sessions and one day I remember of course this was in Thray, but after I had finished my Vrindavan campus days where one day Swami came out of Thray and uh, he asked for me when i went to him he asked me what were my grades and for me it was very important to get an o grade because if and when sami asks it should be an o
2: okay <laughs> only for that <laughs> only reason, for that reason. Yes. no professional ambition <laughs> no, no.
1: yeah because then sami would be so proud <laughs> oh, you know? yeah. yeah so i used to struggle it, it didn't matter See, in our university uh, even if you get 75% you get an o grade uh, because it's it's a grading system 75
2: and above is an O, o
1: which grade. is outstanding. Yeah, so uh, if you manage to get an O grade, it's fantastic. It doesn't I mean, matter it doesn't whether
2: matter. you got 75 or 95. 90%. You're still an o. O, grade. o. An
1: O is an O. O is an O. <laughs> so as long as you get there, that, that is perfect. Yeah. Swami so is not how to ask your GPA. Yeah. You know, you got uh, <laughs> 4.87 or 4.56, it doesn't matter, or 4.93. What grade you got? I should be able to say, I got an O grade. That's all. So, that that's what happened that day. When, uh, he called me and he asked what my grades were and I told Oh grade and he was very happy. He gave me a namaskar there uh, in Traiprindavan. And it was one session uh, um, where we all were sitting outside Some he had come out and he was in a very, very informal, casual mood and he sat down on the steps. You know, not on the chair, just on the steps of uh, Traiprindavan. He sat down and... Uh, it was a very beautiful evening. He asked me which bhajan I sang that day, and then uh, he just sitting there, and uh, the wind was playing with Sami's hair, and Sami also was one with that hmm. environment. You know, I can just uh, be lost into eternity thinking about that moment when Sami was just one with nature. He was just, you know, humming something to himself and allowing his hair. To move from this way to other way, allowing the wind to play with his hair, and then looking at us, smiling, and you no, know, that kind of is such a, it is a sweet, so moment. So so sweet moment. So surreal and so beautiful moment. Yeah. Now, when you mentioned about Thray <laughs> you know, these are few scenes that are kind of fresh in my memory. Yeah, and I'm uh, yeah. glad
2: he, um, yeah. you were part of that. Um, special session on bhajans, the three-part session that Swami spoke because I'm sure all that information that Swami shared yeah. comes in handy when you create yes. the bhajan tutor for Radio Sai oh, uh, and you keep yes. it in mind so that yes. everything Swami is training every person for something they had yes. to do. You would never have imagined that you would mm. work for Radio Sai eventually yeah. and you would be creating this bhajan yeah. tutor yes. which many, many people around the world depend on to learn bhajan yes. singing yeah. from.
1: Absolutely. It's, mm. it's always a great experience mm. uh, Working in Udupi and also doing this program, Bhajan classroom. Yeah, yeah.
2: And then uh, you went on to do your MBA thereafter. You came back to Prashanthinilam because that was your route to Swami. <laughs> not that you had a clear career graph or yeah. an academic ambition to fulfil. Your ambition was to just stay close to Swami and please him.
1: Yes. So, Prashanthinilam, yes, uh, it was.
2: Admission must have been easy with the O.
1: <laughs> yeah, admission was not a problem. But of course, I, I, I didn't want to take any chances. I, I remember doing one or eight rounds around Ganesha. I wanted I wanted an MBA. I didn't want an MFM. See, you, you could also get an MFM because Which I was doing B-com, okay. BCom. So financial management, financial you didn't management. know that. Uh-huh. Why? What did you care? You're going to be here for two Correct. years. No, it's for the simple reason that whenever Swami asked... If you say MBA, Swami would connect with it very immediately. Right. And Swami would say MFM, Swami would not physically connect with it. Swami would say, What MFM? Because it is a course which started like two, three years okay. ago. And MBA, he had his own definition. Yeah, he had his own definition mind, body, atma, etc. etc. He had, you know, he MBA is something he started himself in 1986. Mm-hmm. So it is just that if, if Swami asked me what I was studying, I should say MBA, that's okay. all. He wanted would, the right answer. <laughs> yeah. The MFM will probably not gel with Sami, you know. This physical ways, uh, that's all, that is the only motivation, that's all. I, I didn't care whether I was studying finance or I was studying marketing. The graduation days uh, again were memorable in their own way because Sami always uh, gave a lot of attention to MBA boys and he did come to the college many times. I think there were two, three occasions when he came to the institute auditorium, uh, the institute AV room and he spoke. We had Chances to perform dramas on MBA days. And he would recognize me. By that time, actually, my brother had become close to Swami. He had the chance to serve. And so Swami now knew me at a different level also. He knew me uh, at two, three levels now, possibly. Not only that crazy guy of the school, but uh, uh, by that time, possibly, we had also got an interview with Swami. So, Swami kind of as a family? As a family. So we had, Swami had known us a little more so he would recognize me if there was a drama, drama, and then if I was acting somewhere, then he would, he would say to the next person, Ah, see Christy there. He, something he would say. And it is always uh, so beautiful very sweet. to be recognized. Yeah, recognized and, and
2: yeah. So, what you were sowing during those two years of intense tapas in the high school, yeah. it came to germinate in a BCOM, MBA, yeah. and, in and course beyond, of
1: that, beyond, beyond that, beyond that, yes. Yeah. So, nothing goes waste, that's all. Mm. That is definite. anything you're good for God. Every moment that we have spent for Swami, every millisecond that we think of Swami, nothing goes waste. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: And any, any fond memories of Prashantinilam years?
1: I think uh, one of the best things that uh, happened during uh, my Prashantinilam years was when Swami allowed me and picked me to be part of the Kodekanal trip after the Ooh, first, uh, the coveted first group. Yeah, yeah. Few boys used to get the chance to go with. Swami to Kodekanal Canal and it's always traveling with Swami and living with Swami in Kodekanal Canal it's, it's a dream come true.
2: 1999?
1: Yes. Ninety mm-hmm. nine. And that was the first time Sawmi actually flew to Kodekanal. Canal. Yeah. So I had the chance to be with Swami in the plane. So it was really a moment and uh, a, a chance uh, which is again very very precious in my memory. Mm-hmm. And Kodekanal I think uh, you, you know and people who have heard about Code Canal accounts would know how it is such a blessing to be part of that group because you actually live in the same house, you actually sleep just in front of Swami's room. The session used to end very early in the evening. You know, with Swami, it ends always very early. 6.37 you would have your dinner and you know, you retire. And the only challenge is you, you get up early because you don't know when Swami is going to come out. Uh, so you in the have morning. to be freshened up and ready uh, yeah, for the it, day. It shouldn't be an occasion where Swami has already come out and you're still in the bathroom or something, then you're done for. <laughs> no, you don't know. There were some uh, situations like that where, when one of those days, of my colleagues you know there are some bathrooms on the first floor and there are some bathrooms on the uh, ground floor and suppose Swami has come out and you are stuck in the ground floor
2: and you can't come up because you have to wait till yeah, it passes wait till
1: Swami out so, so there were those uh, kind of sweet tensions but uh, but otherwise it is fantastic yeah it's absolutely fantastic because again just as uh, uh, narrating how it was in three session you would see that very very casual an informal Swami that was how he showed how we should practice unconditional love that was Swami's unconditional love mm-hmm. you know even I would say that every moment that Swami has spent with each one of us he knows where it is going and how it would how it would manifest in our own lives in our own personalities mm-hmm. in some time or the other It is he's sowing those seeds mm-hmm. you know it's like a popcorn something bursts immediately mm-hmm. something bursts a little later mm-hmm. but everyone everyone every corn will pop one will day will pop one day and mm. when it happens it's beautiful mm. and you see that I've seen seen that with so many of my classmates so many of my colleagues that is the way of Swami He will just love you unconditionally He will drown you with your love and then you later figure out what is it that I have to do you don't have to do it it will just happen because that is the magical touch of the Master mm. He doesn't teach you always through those direct words
2: mm. it's not contrived it's yeah. a very it subtle just, process yeah, you, when you
1: live with Him All this just happens. You know, those things just get ingrained in... uh, They are there in the inner recesses of your mind and they are impressions in your heart and soul which will never go away. And there will come times when you you will see the glorious manifestations of those subtle impressions that Swami has made. Other day when I was speaking to an alumni, uh, one year senior to me, and I was so astounded with what he said. He wanted to now set up a banking organization after having served in multinational banks mm. for almost 15 years and being in very good positions. He was not an academically brilliant guy, mm. but Swami gave him a lot of attention. And that time, again, he was one guy. I was feeling, why is Swami giving mm. him so much attention? But here is a guy who, whose only ambition now in life is to amass this huge amount of wealth. He knows how to do it now. He has now got those contacts. And all he wants to do in life is amass this huge wealth and then come and offer it to Swami. That is the whole mission of his life now. Okay? And I have seen that with so many boys. You know, boys who were uh, seemingly wayward, boys who were seemingly indisciplined or breaking the rules. But these are the guys who are so dynamic. These are the guys who make things happen. Mm-hmm. And they are the guys who are making things happen.
2: And Swami was investing very, his love yeah, very Swami wisely. Is the but most, we see it only now in hindsight.
1: Yes, he is the most astute investor. He is the most astute investor. He knows where his second is going. So that was what uh, was happening and he's still happening. I mean, he is doing it in his own way now, even to the current students. At that time, it was a different, whole different experience. Yeah. So Kodekanal was fantastic in the in the way that you actually get to live with Swami. But some of this very, very uh, interesting moments of Kodekanal was those uh, manifestations that Swami did in our Kodekanal. Mm-hmm. I can never forget them one day Swami came out of His room in the afternoon because, you know, there was a few sessions in the morning and afternoon which were exclusively for the boys. Okay. Because Swami would uh, uh, come out of His room in the first floor and only when Swami came down to the ground floor were the so-called formal sessions in whatever way they were formal. They were also informal but the, the thing was that at that time there would be guests, ladies and gents and, you know, there were a few other people, B- VIPs and all that. Yeah. Uh, but... In the session on the first floor, it was just boys. Exclusively. And no one else. Yeah, no one else. Mm-hmm. So this would be few moments before Swami would send us down for tiffin in the okay. afternoon. Or, or before he would send us down for breakfast in the morning mm. after he came out. You know, he, Morning darshans are fantastic because I have just finished his shower and he will just come out, you know. And one day I remember he just came out and he parted the window curtain a little bit. And he was looking at the crowd and he was just sitting and he was just humming one tune to himself. All those sweet, sweet moments. Do you but remember
2: it, what tune Swami was humming? It was some bhajan, I think
1: uh-huh. so. It was some bhajan. Uh-huh. Yeah. So one day, Swami came like that in the afternoon session. And uh, he sat on his chair. And he raised his hand as uh, he would do when he is blessing someone in Abhyastha posture. Uh-huh. And uh, he straightened all his fingers. Uh-huh. And then, what he did was interesting. He just closed his fist and opened. Okay. Closed his fist and opened. And he did, did this for a couple of times. Okay. And he kept on saying, keep looking. Keep looking And I saw Whenever he opened his fist There was a beautiful gem It was like The size of Possibly A little smaller than an egg But uh-huh. it was sparkling It was sparkling But Swami closed his fist And it used to disappear Okay he used to open it, it used to appear It cannot It cannot like stay Because it was like Swami was holding it straight Perpendicular okay. to the ground and, and
2: such a big gem Could
1: not stay Yeah in it, in it that cannot fist. stay And we could see Swami closing uh-huh. his fist Completely it was just appearing and disappearing, appearing and disappearing. It's such an, <laughs> whenever I think of Swami's materialization, this is like ever fresh in my memory. And later Swami said that this is go medikam. This is the stone. If you have, you will never ever fall sick. No disease can ever affect you. This is go medikam. So there were these. But did it only box. come
2: and go, or did he show it to you? No, holding He just, it? Went, he just came oh. and
1: went, came and went, so, came and went. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't give it to anyone. In the little hand of God. <laughs> God yeah. He has
2: it all in his little hand.
1: hand yeah. So many materializations, but this was another hmm. which was very beautiful. It was one of those uh, days when. this evening sessions when Swami asked Mrs. Ratan Lal to speak, and uh, she narrated uh, many rare uh, occasions that she has w- witnessed. Swami performing many materializations and many manifestations. He narrated how Swami once created the miniature of a moon and Swami giving darshan as dhatatraya and it was a very beautiful session. But suddenly as this was going on, we heard some noise. Water was actually dripping from the first floor. (laughs) There There was rain and I think there was some problem with the washroom there. I think there was some blockage and uh, because of which water was dripping and this immediately one of uh, senior teachers, he went there and uh, they were trying to solve the issue. And because of that, the session kind of got interrupted. So Swami asked Mr. Lal to sit down. And um, there was not an occasion where someone can talk and others will listen patiently because there's a lot of things happening Probably, in the background. Yeah, commotion the, in the commotion background. Commotion in the background. So Swami said, okay, boys, do bhajans. So I sang one drama bhajan. And as Swami was sitting and listening to the bhajan And before the bhajan actually concluded, Swami got up And uh, he started moving around And what he did was he waved his hand And he created a huge medallion Hmm. It's almost 7-8 inches uh, Medallion And that was the picture of Lord Rama Swami said, this is how Lord Rama looked. So it
2: was like an enamel stone with enameled a color stone. picture?
1: Yes, yes. Color picture. Uh-huh. And this is how Rama looked just before he was about to be coronated Okay, that night. And it was a majestic Lord Rama. The background was blue The sky was blue And he was really It was a very majestic With Kodanda You know Holding that bow Mm -hmm. And arrow And really very regally dressed Mm -hmm. And very majestic Mm -hmm. It was really A heroic drama. And uh, Swami Then went round And showed it to every person You know Personally he showed it to every person All the guests All the boys So as the teachers Were clearing up In the background Swami was spending time With us Showing us This uh, beautiful materialization and then he wanted to give it to someone and uh, his name also was Ram, his name was Ram Reddy. Swami wanted to give it to him and then Swami just tapped on the medallion and then a stand appeared, you know, something for the medallion to sit on. Okay. You know, it was oval shaped. Okay. So he had a stand and then Swami gave it to him. And then as uh, he was returning to his chair, he just tapped me and said, Nuwe, way khani avu. I don't know what he meant. He said, you only used, you started a Rama (laughs) bhajan. So I don't know whether it was a compliment or otherwise, (laughs) but in some manner. uh, (laughs) It was a tension, a negative or positive. It's always good if it's coming from Swami. Yeah, he just said that. uh, You
2: started it. You got me started.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what, but uh, he mentioned that, uh, that, you know, the whole Rama episode in some way was because of the bhajan that I sang. So, I guess was there was another, a lot
2: of bhava in your
1: bhajan I don't know, but the bhava part, God should know <laughs> <laughs> But it was a beautiful moment Because Kode Canal is like that Every day you are looking forward to what is going to happen today And every day he was up to something mm-hmm. Every day he was up to something I mean, if it was not some fantastic uh, materialization like this There would be always the normal materializations of rings ch- and chains and, and uh, watches And those things were like happening every day That was like common In Those uh, how many days we spent eighteen or nineteen days. Mm -hmm. So uh, it could be even a request. Someone, uh, one of this, uh, I remember one of the um, boys. He 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 just wrote a letter to Swami saying, Swami, I would like to have something which you have created. I don't have anything like that. That would be such a wonderful thing for me to um, have. And he just basically he just asked for it Mm. very prayerfully, and Swami very sweetly created and gave him a ring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. Sometimes you just have to ask, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know it was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, there were all those uh, really memorable moments with Swami in Kudekana. It was 18 blissful days.
2: Mm-hmm. So, you were really reaping the fruits of this baptism by fire mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. underwent in your higher secondary school. The latter years were beautiful. That
1: Always prayers were there. Because at that time I realized that if you want something with Swami, you have to pray. You have to pray really hard. You have to pray really hard. Okay. And you were continuing to do that? Yeah, and continue to do that. And not that every time I was seeing the benefits, but more often than not, I was seeing those benefits. So it, it only always encouraged
0: me to pray. Uh-huh. Sairam, you just heard a conversation with Pishuprishty, an alumnus of Bhagwan's University and currently a member of the Radio Psi team here in Prashanthinilam. This is a three-part conversation, and you just heard part two. This is also an episode of a weekly series, Fleeting Moments, Lasting Memories, bringing you reflections of former students of Bhagawan Baba's schools and colleges. In today's episode, Bishu began narrating many of his cherished moments during three sessions, being a student in Brindavan campus of Sri Sathya Saha Institute of Higher Learning from where he earned his PCOM degree. Later, he narrated his wonderful experiences, witnessing some amazing materializations by Swami when he was a part of the coveted group of boys who were chosen by Swami to accompany him to Kodai Canal after he joined the Prasanthi campus of Sri Sathya Sai Institute of Higher Learning for his MBA degree. Part 3 of this conversation which is the concluding part will be aired same day same time next week. Don't miss this episode as Vishu narrates the tests and tribulations that Swami put him to and how he comes out of it with his intense prayers and yearnings to Swami. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. Feel free to email us your feedbacks and comments. Our email id is listener at radiosai.org Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashant Nilayam.